Hey, and welcome to the Crosspoint Podcast. Let's get into this week's message from Pastor Michael Tadlock, and may it bring healing, hope, and ultimately, transformation. Stand with me if you would, and go with me to the book of Judges chapter 1. going to read just a couple verses here. Hallelujah. Verse number 1, the book of Judges of chapter 1 says this, Now after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, Who shall go up for us against the Canaanites first? Who shall go up for us against the Canaanites first to fight against them? And the Lord said, Judah shall go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into his hand. Look what he said. Judah shall go up. I want to come to you today on a, on a thought for just a few minutes. The thought of Judah goes first. Judah goes first. Let's ask him to help us. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your presence in this place. And Lord, now that we've come to this moment to receive of your word, I ask you to open it up. I pray you bring revelation today. God, speak in us and through us today. God, let let there be a transformation in this house. Let there be an explosion of life in this place. Let there be an explosion of praise and worship in this room today. God, I know there are so many that are in the thick of the struggle, the heat of the battle, Lord, the darkness of the storm. But Lord, I know that you desire today to deliver the land into their hand. I know you desire today to bring victory and overcoming power. I just ask you, Lord, to send the Holy Ghost even now. Anoint me with fresh fire from heaven. Anoint me, God, will saturate me in the oil of your spirit and speak through me today that that should have to be said. Come alive in this room right here and now. Let us be forever changed by what you do. And we'll give you praise. We'll give you praise and glory and honor for it. In the mighty, mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said amen. Come on, give him a hand clap of praise right now. (laughs) Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to look with me at this chapter. If the Holy Spirit will help me, we're going to expound on this today. And we're going to jump into that the Lord has for us. First of all, in verse number 1, we find this was on the tail end of Joshua, the, the second leader of the children of Israel. After Moses had died, Joshua stepped in and became the leader. And now we see after Joshua's death, the children of Israel are inquiring of the Lord concerning the Canaanites and are wanting to know, Lord, who will go first? Who goes in first in the battle? And the Lord responded in, first, in verse 2, The Lord said, Judah. He said, Judah will go, and I have delivered the land in your hand. He was saying, there will be victory. In verse number 3, we didn't read this entire passage today for the lack of time, but we're going to work through the next seven verses if we can. Then in verse number 3, we find that the Bible says that Judah called on Simeon. Look Look at it there. Judah said unto Simeon, his brother, said, he said unto him, Come up with me into my lot that we may fight against the Canaanites, and I likewise will go with thee into thy, light, so, into thy lot. So Simeon went with him. Verse 4, Judah went up, and the Lord delivered the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hand, and they slew of them in Bezek ten thousand men. 
want you to look at what this means today and let's look at how we can apply this to our lives. The very name Judah means praise. It, it, it does mean the, uh, uh, that of praise, a voice of praise. And so we can relate that today, that, that Judah meaning praise called on his brother Simeon, the tribe of Simeon. It's important to note though as well that Simeon's name means hearing. It means hearing. And so praise called on hearing. I want you to grab a hold of that today. Praise called on hearing. See, I'm believing this morning that God is is raising up some worshipers that aren't ashamed to give God praise and worship for what He's doing in their hearts and in their lives. See, I believe the Lord's going to give us some some worshipers again that will worship Him in truth and in spirit. I I just want to know today Is there anybody in this place this morning that will say, I am thankful for all God has done in my life? Are there any folks today with a praise on the inside of them? Is there any, I don't hear nobody. Is there anybody today with a worship in their heart today for all that God has done in your life? But then there's a hearing, and I begin to look at the hearing. Because praise said, I'm not, Lord, I'll go in first, but I'm not going to go in by myself. I got to call on somebody else. So he called on Simeon. He called on hearing. And Amos chapter 8 verse 11 says that there would be a day and an hour that there would be a famine. And the famine would be of hearing the word of the Lord. How many of you know today that the reason that there's a lot of families in a mess is because they might have had a praise, but they lack the hearing? What do you mean? I mean they're not hearing the word of God. See, in Matthew chapter 13, verse 15, Jesus said that there would be a people whose hearts would wax gross and their ears would be dull of hearing. In Romans chapter 17, it unfolds to us why the hearing is so important. Listen to me now. Because Paul said, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by what? The word of the Lord. So I'm going into this battle with a praise on my lips, but I'm leaning my ears in to hear the word of the Lord. I'm leaning my ears in to hear the written word of God and as well what the Holy Spirit has to say about my circumstance and about my situation. In Acts 22 and verse 15, the, the, the word of God says that there would be those that would be witnesses of what you've seen and what you've heard. How many of you today understand that the Lord's voice is not quiet? His voice is still speaking in the land today. He's still calling sinners to repentance. He's still calling saints into His presence. He's still speaking to those that call out on Him. When you're in the thick of the battle and the heat of the struggle, you got to know today that the Word of the Lord said, hear it. Jesus said, I'd never leave you and I'd never forsake you but I'd be with you all the way even unto the end. Somebody shout, Jesus is with me. 
You see, when we search scriptures, we find that Samuel heard the call at a young age. Young people, listen, you're not too young to hear God calling you today. Samuel heard the words of the Lord as he called his name to surrender to him. In Isaiah 64 and 8, Isaiah heard the voice of the Lord to go tell the people. And Isaiah responded, Here am I, Lord, send me. Oh, we find that Elijah heard the sound of the abundance of rain. Ezekiel heard the sound of dry bones rattling. David heard the sound of a going in the top of the mulberry tree signifying the Lord had went out before him. The disciples heard the sound of a voice from heaven saying this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased the earth and death and hell and the grave heard the sound of a stone rolling away from in front of a grave not by man's hand but by the resurrection power of Jesus Christ as he was raised from the dead and 120 disciples heard the sound of a rushing mighty wind as it filled all the house where they were sitting. Can I tell you today, I'm marching in with a praise on my lips, but I can hear the sound of the Lord. And He's with us. He's with us today. Glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. Oh, somebody shout, I hear him. I hear him. His voice is like thunder, like the sound of many waters. I hear him today. Oh, glory. So in verse 4, Judah and Simeon went up, and the Lord delivered the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hands. Hear me now. The very name Canaan means merchants. Traffickers. The the name parasites mean open country, and I can't stay here long, but we're gonna we're gonna put a comma here for a second. Parasites means open country or town without walls. And I believe what the Lord would say to us through the these two enemies that were named is that there is an enemy of our souls that is continu- continually trying to sell us a bill of goods. An enemy of our souls that is trying to traffic us and trying to take us into slavery to sin and bondage to sin and to sell us out under this world. There's an enemy of our soul after our children. Hear me now. After our babies and our teenagers. And they're doing all they can to take them captive and to traffic them into the things of this life. And in this world, we're living in an evil day and in a wicked time. And there's an enemy just like the parasites where it's open country, town without walls. What's that mean, preacher? That there's a devil that says there is no boundaries. Do what you want to do. If it makes you happy, if it feels good, tastes good, looks good, by all means indulge in it. That's the enemies of our soul. Hear me today and understand it's the same words of Aleister Crowley back in the, I guess the 30s or 40s is when it was. 
if my mind serves me correctly, when he wrote the book, the, the book of the law, and the theme of it is do what thou wilt is the whole of the law. What does that mean? Whatever you want to do, do. There's no consequence. There's no judgment. You ain't got to answer to anybody. And Aleister Crowley is considered the father of modern day Satanism. And his book influenced the media, influenced music, influenced the American culture. And we're living in that day to day. Then I preached it last week. Ain't going to get all back into it. But we're living in a time today that that is the theme of the enemy. A boy is born a boy. But if he decides that seven or eight he wants to be a girl, then parents can march him down and try to do some kind of change to his body. Are you hearing me? Because the enemy says there are no boundaries. You can do what you want to do. Marriages haven't been, aren't a, the sanctity of life and even a marriage is not there anymore. If somebody wants to get divorced, they just throw this one down and pick up another one. Now marriage is no longer between man and woman. It's between man and man and woman and woman. What has happened? There are no boundaries. I guess somebody gets pregnant out of wedlock, no problem. They'll just find an abortion clinic and they'll murder that baby in their womb. What is it? There are no boundaries. The devil has said you can do it. You can get away with it. Nobody will know about it. What's the problem? There are no boundaries. The devil is doing all he can to sell people a bill of goods uh, to bring you into bondage to bring your children into bondage uh, he's doing all he can to destroy homes uh, and marriages uh, but there's got to be somebody that stands up and say Lord how can we fight this battle because I'm telling you today the Lord is saying Judah's got to go first uh, uh, get a praise up in your heart that will declare in your life I may not know what to do I'm going to praise my way through it all Uh, help me, Holy Ghost. In verse 5, they found Adonibazek, king. He was a king of the land. They slew the Canaanites and the Perizzites. But then they found Adonibazek. Look at it. Look at it in your Bible. See, this king had mutilated his enemies. He would humiliate them before he killed them. He would cut their thumbs off and their great toes off, which stripped them of their honor as, as a king. Matter of fact, in this passage, Adonibazek declares that he had done this to 70 kings, and he said, the Lord has requited me or repaid me. How many of you understand today, the Lord said, vengeance is mine, I will repay. Amen. And, and what happened was, the children of Israel here, the tribe of Judah and Simeon, took this king, and they cut off his thumbs, and they cut off his great toes. And, and, and what happened was, there as, as, as they did this, they, they took away his ability to grasp anything. To grab a hold of anything. They took away his ability to stand and be balanced. 
What are you saying, preacher? This is what I'm saying. That if you'll let praise get up in you, and if you'll start hearing the word of the Lord in your life, you can defeat that enemy in a way that he no longer can, can grab a hold of you. Hallelujah. He no longer, ah, somebody needs that today, and he no longer can grab a hold of you. The hold he used to have, he doesn't have anymore. The hold he used to ah, help me, Lord. The hold he used to have of your life, of your home, your marriage, your family, your babies, he doesn't have a hold of you anymore. Took away his ability to stand strong and balanced. See, when there's a praise inside of you, when you're hearing and listening to the Lord, you can take away the enemy's ability to stand strong. The things that he wants to do won't work. Oh, that's why Isaiah said, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. No weapon ah, that is formed against you shall prosper. How many of you want to take away the enemy's effectiveness in your life? How many of you want to strip the enemy of his strength and his power and all he's been doing to come again? Hadn't he grabbed a hold of you long enough? How many of you are ready for him to let go and leave you alone? Come on. Is there anybody today that will say, I'm ready for for a victory that is real in my life. Hallelujah. In verse 7, they brought Adonai Bezek to Jerusalem. And there he died. Hear me now. Jerusalem, the name means possession of peace. The city of peace. So we can, in actuality, we can draw a conclusion that if you want to defeat the enemy... You just need, need to get into the peace of God. If you want to, the devil to be defeated, then you step into the peace of God because the devil can't live in the peace of God. Pastor, I'm in a struggle and I'm in a battle. Well, go. the praise has got to go up first and then you turn on your hear, spiritual hearing aids where you can hear what thus saith the Lord. Because some of you, if you're in, the, in a place in your life that there's needs and you're worried to death over them, it's time you hear the word of the Lord today and the word says, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. Well, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the I hear him saying it today. And do you know what happens? I get a peace down in my soul that is real. And the devil stands by scratching his head. He can't grab a hold of you with it anymore. Is there anybody that's got a testimony today that God has been your provider? I just want to know because somebody needs a, a witness today. Who would declare today that God's provided for you again and again and again and again? Come on. to have myself a runaway. The Bible says in verse 8 that they fought against Jerusalem and they took it. They smote it with the sword and set the city on fire. See, when you go and praise goes in first and hearing comes in with you, all of a sudden the enemy has to flee or die because you're now in the peace of God. 
And now that you're in the peace of God, all of a sudden there's a fire. Woo, help me, Lord. All of a sudden, there's a fire that's getting lit. Everywhere you go, you're setting fires. I'm not talking about fires of destruction. I'm talking about fires of the Holy Ghost. Oh, they set the city on fire. When your marriage is struggling, praise go in first. Judah, go in first. Hearing's right there beside it. And you take yourself into the peace of God, into his presence. And right then and there, you get ready because there's a fire of the Holy Ghost on the way to your life. And everywhere you go, you become a spiritual arsonist, setting the fire. Oh, I know you're in a struggle. I know, but let me just tell you, the Lord is with you. Whoop, they just caught on fire. I know you're wondering some things, trying to figure it all out. But I'm telling you, God's got a plan for you. Whoop, he just caught on fire. Are you? I know you're facing physical struggle and physical things in your body. But I've come to tell you, with his stripes, you are healed. Whoop, he just caught. I'm going to set fires everywhere I go. Why? Because I know that my God is with me. I said my God is with me. That's why a bunch of folks stay defeated. I left my eyes. Why, preacher? Because they hadn't praised God all week. One of the biggest dopes that's dealt in a Christian's life is doubt. A bunch of spiritual dope heads that are strung out on doubt, filled with doubt. I'm here to tell you today, you want to run the devil off, you need to stir a praise up inside of you. Pastor, I ain't feeling it. I didn't ask you if you felt it. I'm telling you, you need to stir a praise up inside of you. The word says, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. I'm not telling you to fake it till you make it. I'm telling you to faith it till you make it. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I've come to tell, I know it may look bad. I know you may feel like it's never going to get any better. But I've come to tell you today that nothing is too hard for God. I said nothing's too hard for, I'm going to say it till somebody gets in this with me. Nothing is too hard. Oh, but preacher, I said nothing's too hard for God. Oh, but preacher, I said nothing. The word says nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing is too hard for your God. It's time to set your city on fire. I'm talking spiritual now. But I'll be none of you going, preacher said go set the city on fire. Yeah. But not. <laughs> Hebrews 12 and 29, our God is a consuming fire. Matthew 3, 12, John the Baptist said, He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. See, what happens is when you start praising and you start hearing, all of a sudden, when the praises go up, 
heaven comes down. Well, you may have come down over some need, but when you just start praising God on credit over that need, all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost falls. All of a sudden, you start getting a little tremble in your body, and your knees start shaking, and your hands start shaking, and your tongue starts quivering, and before you know what's happened, you've been engulfed with the fire of the Holy Ghost, and now you forgot all about that problem that you had. You can't even remember why you came down to the altar. All you know is that the power of God is touching your life because you stirred a praise up on the inside. Where are the worshipers today? Where are those that are say, I'm going to praise my God in the middle of it all. I'm going to praise him. Uh, see, verse 9, we find that Judah wasn't done. For there it says that Judah, look at it, Afterward, the children of Judah went down to fight against the Canaanites that dwelt in the mountain and in the south and in the valley. You know what that tells me? That Judah was running down every devil, Brother Clint. Judah was running down. Those that were in the mountains, it may take a climb to get up there, Brother Steve, but I'm going to climb that mountain because this devil's got to go. Are you hearing me? It, it, it may, I may have to travel a little way to the south country, but I'm going to travel wherever i got to travel spiritually to make sure this devil is dead. Are you hearing me? I don't want to be in the valley, but it's in that valley that the enemy is tormenting my soul, and it ends today. I said it ends today in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. It's time somebody, if you're in the valley, that you declare, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, Daniel. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. If you're in a valley today, I've come to tell you, don't stop in the valley. God didn't call you to live in the valley. You're going to walk through the valley. Don't pitch your tent in the valley. Don't build yourself a condo in the valley. You're not meant to stay there. God wants to bring you out on the other side. But while you're in the valley, you ain't got to be defeated. While you're in the valley, you don't have to be over. Overcome. There's a God that's with you. But Judah wasn't done. For in verse 10, the Bible says that Judah went, Judah went against the Canaanites that dwelled in Hebron. Now the name of Hebron before was Kirjath Arba, and they slew Shishai and Ahiman and Talmai. Now, that may not mean much when you just read it at face value. But when you begin to dig into it, what you find out is that Kirjath Arba actually means the city of four giants. And the three giants that were mentioned are actually known to be three sons of Anak, the giant. So we find from this that Judah said, this is what Judah said. Mm, help me, Lord. The Canaanites and the Perizzites have troubled us long enough. Adonai Bezek has had a hold on us for far too long. We have been defeated on the mountain. We've been defeated in the south. Brother, we've been defeated in the valley. But not only that, there's some giants in the land that are been determined that we will not possess this land that God said was ours. So we ain't stopping here. We ain't giving up just shy of a full victory. So here praise stirred themselves up. Judah got arrayed for battle. Brother Marshall, Simeon leaned their ears in just a little bit more. Oh, 
know. I don't know. I don't know. But I've just got to imagine that somewhere in the midst of all of it, they heard a wind that would blow around them. Woo! They heard it just like David heard the going in the mulberry tree. I believe they heard something that said, I'm with you. I am with you. I am with you. And so they didn't give up after they won the valley. They said, God is bringing victory. We're going to face the giants. We ain't scared of the giants. It's time the giants come down. I don't know what giants you're facing in your life. I don't know what the big things are that you battle with. I don't know what the big things are, those big devils that are coming against you. Those big devils that are battling you and fighting you and fighting your mind and fighting your home, fighting your family, fighting your marriage, fighting your spirit. Those big giants that are bent and determined to keep you out of what God said was yours. How many of you believe the word of God? Didn't he say you're blessed and not cursed? Didn't he say you're the head and not the tail? Come on. Didn't he say it? Oh, there's promises in his word. He said he'd be with you in the city and in the field. Oh, he said he'd bless you going out and you're coming in. He said if you serve him, it'll be a blessing for generations that follow you. How many of you know today I don't care how big the giant may be in your life. Can I say it one more time? It is not greater than the God you serve. I know the devil wants to make you feel like the giants are going to take you out. This is bigger than you are. This is bigger than y'all can handle. But can I declare today with every ounce of faith that I can muster in my spirit to every family that is facing struggles and battles and difficulties can I tell you today at the giant you're facing it is not greater than the God you serve I said it's not greater than the God you serve you serve a mighty God an awesome God a living God a powerful God and he's greater I said he's greater than the devil you're fighting. It's time today that you defeat those giants in your life. Would you give him praise? Come on, hop up on your feet. Give me musicians up here, please. Would you give the Lord praise? Give him praise. Give him praise. Clap those hands and magnify him. You see, oh, Revelation 5 and 5. Word of God calls him the lion of the tribe of Judah. See, I believe there's one leading the way into your victory today. There's one that's leading the way and he's already won the battle. There's, I don't know, I've lost my eyes again. There's one that's already won the battle. There's one. And I believe today, if we'll lean our ear into the Spirit... If we'll lean our ear into the heavens, we'll hear the roaring of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Can I tell you today, the devil might walk around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, but there is one that is a roaring lion and there's fire in his eyes and a sword in his mouth. And I can tell you today, no matter the devil, no matter, no matter the enemy, your God is greater. Isaiah said, 
chapter 40, verse 9, lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up and be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, behold your God. If there's a praise anywhere inside of you, I dare you right now to lift up your voice. I dare you right now to lift up. I dare you right now to live. Ah, I dare you. I'm going to praise my God. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to pray. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to praise Him as my provider. I'm going to praise Him as my protector. I'm going to praise Him as my healer. I'm going to praise Him as my preserver. I'm going to praise Him. I dare somebody to praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Ah, somebody stir a praise up. Somebody stir a praise up. Uh, Pastor, I, I don't know how to praise him. Open your mouth. If you're just standing there looking at everybody else, you ain't praising. Open your mouth and praise him. The psalmist said it like this in chapter 47 in verse 1. Oh, clap your hands, all your people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Clap, 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 clap. Sounds like victory to me. Clap your hands, mama. Ah, clap those hands. Come here, Jessica. Get out here. Clap those hands. Clap those. Ah, clap. Clap. Clap those hands. Hey. Penny, Penny, get out here and clap the. Jennifer, get out here and clap those hands. We ain't stopping. Keep a clapping. Keep a clapping. Why? Because I'm about to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. I'm not defeated in the name of Jesus. I'm not going down. In the... to God with a voice of triumph. Shout unto God. I want every one of you that are in a battle, that are in a struggle, come on, get out from where you are right now. Come on, come on, move, 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 move. Come on, come on, come on. Husbands and wives need to come together. Come on, get out here, get out here. Oh. Take a moment and let him work on you. Take a moment and let him work on you. Take a moment and let him work on you. Take a moment and praise him. Take a moment and love on him. Hey! 
job done. Let him work. Let him move. Let him touch you. Let him heal you. Let him deliver you. Let him set you free. Let him fix what's wrong. Let him do it. Let him do it. Let him do it. you but for every one of you that are in the battle in the struggle every one of you that feel depressed discouraged disappointed burnout tired out weary every one of you that have lost your joy lost your peace and the devil's beat you up one side down the other I want to get you down here in these altars I want to get you down here in these altars hallelujah hallelujah the Lord ain't through I said the Lord ain't through well I got a feeling everything's gonna be Listen now, you see, it's time, it's time for you to stand in a place of victory where the devil has no hold on you anymore, where the devil can't stand in your life again. Listen to me, it's time there is a fire of the Holy Ghost burning in your life. It's time your city is set on fire. It's time you defeat the enemy on the mountain, in the south, and in the valley. And it is time today that you defeat the giants that you battled for so long. Somebody shout, it's time. Shout, it's time. Are you sick and tired of facing what you're facing and you're ready for victory? Somebody shout, it's time. I've come to tell you today it's time and Judah goes first. I said it's time and Judah goes first. What's that mean? Somebody has got to start praising God right now for the great things he's done in your life. You may have come down here to talk about the battle, but I want you to start praising him for what he's already done. I want you to start praising him even if it's on credit of what he's going to do. Stir a praise up. Stir a praise up. Stir a praise up. Somebody's about to step into their victory. Somebody's about to step into their victory. But Judah goes first. Judah goes first. Now I know what I feel the Holy Ghost wants to do right here. So I want to ask every one of you to press in right now in this moment. I want to ask you that anybody laying hands on you for you to stir a praise up in your heart and in your life right where you are. Come on, right now. Just start praising Him. Right now, just start praising Him. Just start praising Him. Oh, oh, 
Hold the music just a second. I just want to hear voices. Come on, just start praising him. Come on. Open your mouths up right now. Come on, let a praise get up in this room. Let a praise get up in this room. Come on, all through here. All through here. Come on. Come on. Come on, just start praising him. Pastor, I'm in the heat of the battle. Just praise the Lord that he's with you. The battle isn't yours, it's the Lord's. Pastor, we're in such dire need. Start praising him that he's your provider. Pastor, I'm sick in my body. Start praising him that he's your healer. Pastor, I've lost my loved one. Start praising him that he'll give you peace. That passes understanding. Come on, right where you are, just praise him. Praise him, praise him. Praise him in the thick of it. Praise him in the heat of it. Ask him to send the winds of his spirit. Ask him to send the fire of the Holy Ghost. Ask him today. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, I need some prayer warriors. Had to come and stand with ease in this altar today. Some prayer warriors. Had to find somebody to agree with in prayer. Some prayer warriors had to get behind somebody, lay hands on them, and believe the Lord is stirring up a praise right now. There's a turnaround anointing. Come on, prayer warriors, help me today. Help me today. Help me today. Hallelujah. 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 Thanks for joining us. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. It helps this podcast reach even more people. Crosspoint can now be your home church from wherever you are through the weekly live stream on Facebook and YouTube and this podcast. For more information on Crosspoint, be sure to check out crosspointpdl.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next week.